Welcome to the Radio Vault Mystery Theater. I am the Keeper of the Vault. There is a saying, what goes around comes around. It speaks to what many people call karma. It's easy to dismiss, especially when a person is in the middle of doing unspeakable things. But as sure as the sun will rise, you will reap what you sow. Our story tonight is the red spot. Act 1. Gary Berger had always taken the easy way out. And most of the time, that meant either being outright dishonest or even criminal. He now found himself in a room all alone with a single beam of sunshine spilling through the window. As he sat bound to a small wooden chair in a room void of anything else, the walls were gray and cold-looking. It smelled of damp mildew. He looked around and began to talk to himself. Well, okay. I wonder who's getting a charge out of this. Hey, you! Whoever you are, why don't you just let me out of here? I mean, at least tell me what I did. Oh, haha. Very funny, asshole. Show yourself! Better yet, Take off these ropes, and I'll give you something to think about. <laughs> you are pathetic. Not only do you have disregard for the disgusting things you've done, but you don't even remember what you've done. Wake, Wake up! up. No, 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 not this box again. I can't breathe. Let me out of here. <coughs> Go away, you nasty bird. I can see you through the hole in the lid. I, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Is anybody out there? Please, let me out. Gary's heightened panic caused him to pass out. He opens his eyes, and he's again in the gray room, tied to the chair. What? Why am I here? Versator Circa Quinn, Gary. What the hell does that mean? Why am I in the dark? No! No, no! Please don't do this!
They will come looking for us. If you let us go, we won't tell anyone about this. <laughs> you think I'm stupid, don't you? You ain't getting out of this. <laughs> Gary keeps nodding in and out of consciousness from one reality to another. Which reality was here and now? End of Act One. And now, Act Two. Gradually, Gary comes to realize where he was. He starts to panic. He was in a wooden box with a small hole in the lid through which he could see just enough to know that he was in a grave. Hey! Let me out of here! What the hell's going on? Recompense. Did you think you'd get away? What do you mean? No one even knows about you and your family. You turned me away. I needed help. You were trespassing. And you were up to no good. That was in the past. Your family has been dead for years. I hid your bodies in a safe place you were never found. The authorities never did. But the ravens did. And the rats. Even though we were almost dead, we watched as the ravens and the rats slowly ate our bodies until we were overcome by death. You could have just killed us. But no. We had to die slowly in excruciating pain. So now you were led to the red spot where you left them to bleed out and be eaten by scavengers. Did you really think that an attractive woman would want anything to do with you? <laughs> you just couldn't help yourself bringing her back to the place where you started all your crimes. What are you talking about? She came willingly. How was I to know she'd have an allergic reaction to the drugs? And yet you left me there to die. The authorities start searching for you, but you outsmarted them long enough to murder this family. All that was left was a big red spot in the middle of the cornfield. That's not my problem. They should have helped me to begin with. And it's not my fault the stupid cops couldn't catch me. Ah, yes, Gary. But you can't run from karma. We came back for you, Gary. We brought you back to the red spot. <laughs> where you belong. What comes around goes around, Gary. <sighs> you know, digging this hole to put you in was kind of a pleasure. What is that? <laughs> oh, nothing really. Just a hungry raven, looking for something to eat, and dole out a little karma. Shoo, shoo, get away, get away, make it leave. Oh no, 
That is not going to happen. We've waited a long time for this. Yeah, they tend to go for the eyes first. <laughs> yeah, so we made the hole in the lid just big enough for them to get their long, sharp beaks in. I'll kill myself first. Oh, no. No way for that to happen. I built that box so tight there is no wiggle room. We wanted you to have the full effect. You see, when they eat your eyes, you can see what they see, but in your mind. What? No, I see just fine. Sometimes I can't hear because of you, though. Oh, sorry about that. End of Act Two. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hey there, my name's Guido. Do you have a problem with body odor? No, not your own. I mean those ones stacked up in the cellar like cordwood. Well, that's why I'm here. I run Jiffy Stiff, the 10-minute embalming service. If your loved one's not in and out in 10 minutes or less, the next one's free. Be sure to try our drive through window and after-hours drop-off box. Remember our name, Jiffy Stiff. Look for us under the big neon casket. And now, Act 3. Gary's eyes were gone, but as the mother had promised, he could see through the eyes of the raven as he screamed in agony. He could see the rotting corpses of the family that he murdered. My heart is pounding. I can't breathe. Wait a minute. This is the area that I killed this family. I left the huge red spot in the middle of the cornfield. Yes, you've been drawn back here so you could see that sometimes finality is only in a person's mind. Versator circa quid, Gary. What comes around goes around. As Gary watched through the eyes of the raven circling around the red spot, in the middle of the bright green cornfield. The family again emerged carrying burlap bags. The bags seemed to be filled with something moving. Oh, what a horrible thing to see the ones you love in excruciating pain being eaten alive right before your own eyes are pecked out by a scavenger bird. We've brought a special surprise for you, Gary. Wow, these critters sure are hungry. Uh, they seem to get more ravenous as the, you know, air runs out. What are you talking about? What? Rats? Don't worry. Nobody will ever find you. In fact, the only thing left will be the red spot 
in the middle of the cornfield. <laughs> As the raven flies from the rat's feast, it soars far from the bloody red spot, lost somewhere inside the vast green cornfield. The Red Spot is a production of Troop of Lost Souls Entertainment and Film Syndicate, written by Charlie Mitchell, produced by Anthony Stapiello, and directed by Rick L. Baker. Post-production and sound effects by Brian Collins. Commercials by Joe J. Thomas. Video post by Naruko Ito. The cast was played by J. Anthony McCarthy as Gary Berger. Robin Roth as the disembodied voice. Joe J. Thomas as father. Laura Goldstein as mother. Hava Stearns as daughter, Roman Rain as son, and I am Trevor Bates, your psychotic storyteller and keeper of the vault. Remember to comment, like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week, if you dare. <laughs>